Welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast. In each episode, we'll delve into the wisdom of spiritual teachings of the science of mind and universal metaphysical principles inspired by Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. Join us as we explore empowering stories, embrace the power of love and higher consciousness, and walk the path to a more awakened life through the lens of New Thought spirituality. Enjoy! So February, I always think of February as the month of love, you know, because of Valentine's Day, duh, right? Um, so we're going to be exploring love this month, and I want to start with a quote from Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Love is not the answer. Love is the assignment. And so we begin our assignment this month with the greatest love of all, living in the heart of the beloved, Mother, Father, God, Spirit, all of us living there. And, you know, I've got a little, uh, little newsflash for you. You can't get away from it. You're living in the heart of God, whether you know it or not, and whether you like it or not, there you are. So get used to it. You know, there's this inherent urge in every single one of us to commune with, to merge with, to be at one with the beloved. We can't help it. We want to be one with spirit, with the one, with the divine, because we're attracted to that because we are divine within. And so we're finding the rest of ourselves living in the heart of God. Charles Fillmore, who was a founder of the Unity Movement, our kissing cousins, uh, said this, the love of God must be felt in the heart. The one who has made union with divine love through his inner consciousness is fortunate beyond all description. Affirm the infinite love as your love. You are that. You are that. I believe that we must awaken to the divine within us. We feel incomplete and not fully present if we don't awaken to the divine within us and experience it and express it. And I want to share a story, a personal story, of my coming to terms with that. Um, many years ago, over 40 years ago, I was a disaster. I know you find that hard to believe now, but... <laughs> You know, every now and then my disaster self shows up. But I was clearly a disaster. My life was terrible. I looked okay on the outside sometimes. But on the inside, I was spiritually bankrupt. I was at the rock bottom of my existence. And so, on the last day of March... I went out on a drinking bender and got myself in lots and lots of trouble. And the next day, which happened to be April Fool's Day, the day that I say I stopped being a fool, um, I remember lying on top of my bed and watching my chest move up and down as I breathed in and breathed out. And I remember thinking, please God, let the air go out and please don't let it come back in. That would be best for me. 
And suddenly I heard a voice, and I sat straight up, and I looked all around the room because I could hear the voice all around me, but I could also hear the voice inside of me. And it said, it's not your time. I have things for you to do. And I knew in that moment it was the voice of God and that I had been reminded that I live in the heart of God. God had never left me, went to the depths of despair with me. The one who left was me. But I was home when I heard that voice and remembered where I truly live, in the heart of God. And I know that's true for every single one of you, and many of you have similar stories, or you know people who have. We can't go far enough to the bottom that God doesn't go with us and bring us back up again living in the heart of God. Whether we know it or like it or not, that's where we are. And this idea is a central theme in all of the major spiritual traditions of the world, that yearning for union with the beloved. The beloved of our soul is spirit. It calls us home to commune in oneness with the very source of our being, The Christian mystic, Catholic mystic, actually, uh, Meister Eckhart said, the eye by which I see God is the same as the eye by which God sees me. My eye and God's eye are one and the same, one in seeing, one in knowing, one in loving. That search for the beloved, for the ecstatic joy of oneness is central to the theme in many, many religions and spiritual teachings. For example, the Sufi mysticism of Islam is perhaps captured best by that 13th century Persian poet Hafiz when he writes, My heart sits on the arm of God like a tethered falcon, suddenly unhooded. Beloved, I am waiting for you to free me into your mind and infinite being. I am pleading in absolute helplessness to hear finally your words of grace. Fly, fly unto me. Hinduism teaches of communion with the divine. Ramakrishna taught, God is love. The self is love. Become mad with love in order to realize God consciousness. Total absorption in divine presence. The supreme purpose and goal of human life is to cultivate love. Pure love embraces humanity and divinity. God abides hidden in the hearts of all. His light is in every heart. We symbolize that by lighting this candle. That light is in every heart. Christianity teaches that love and union with the divine are what we're all about. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all of your soul. Matthew 22, 37 through 40. So there is enormous common ground and universal teachings throughout all these spiritual traditions that says the same thing, love, love. I believe that we've all been touched in some way or had glimpses of this union with the beloved spirit. It's that feeling of a sense of oneness, a a sense of unconditional love and grace, peace. I felt it in the encounter that I just shared with you. We get flashes of light and illumination, awarenesses, enlightenment, 
a feeling of ecstasy or synchronicity. All things are working together. A sense of flow, a feeling of spirit's presence within us and all around us. You've had moments like that, right? Right? If you be still long enough, you'll have more of them. They're happening all the time. It's just we're so busy doing stuff that we miss them. So, you know, next time you're caught in traffic, live in the heart of God. And I guarantee the way will part. <laughs> the beloved, here's, th- this, is, this is a very important and interesting point. The beloved is also yearning for us. It needs us to express itself on this earthly human plane. We are that vehicle for spirit's expression on earth. And so it's important that we set aside time daily to commune with the beloved, to make it a life practice, to be intentional and conscious in our communion, to, and, and, and to be making that a regular and sustained practice of our lives. It will sustain you and lift you in ways that you can't even imagine. And as we do that, we become God seeds of infinite possibility and illumination. We're all God seeds spreading that God love all over the universe. We're like little Johnny Apple seeds spreading love. Do you think we could possibly do it too much? I don't think so either. So keep doing it. Intensify. <laughs> You're seed spreading. Practice intentional and conscious communion with the beloved. And you will become that Johnny Apple seed of love. You know, when we turn to face Father, Mother, God, Spirit, the beloved, that is love. That is us being not only in the presence of love, but being the presence of love. The question is, can I, can you, bring, can we bring ourselves to that intensity of intimacy with the presence and the power of the beloved? Because it is intense. You think you've been in some intense love relationships? It ain't nothing compared to this. The intensity of being in the presence of the one, if you're fully present to it, is powerful. It will bowl you over and then lift you right up and embrace you in its heart. But we have to open emotionally to that all in all, to the, to the I am, to spirit. We have to be willing to feel deeply without hesitation or limitation or holding back in any way. Give ourselves fully to that presence. To be in the silence and the stillness of the presence of the divine to feel the awe and the wonder and the humility and the surrender and the grace and to be in that oneness with the beloved. It feels like, um, I think it feels like being in, in like a spiritual spa, you know, we're just drenched with goodness, pampered with the goodness of God. Who doesn't want that? If you don't, please see me after because I'll convince you. We must allow ourselves to become one with 
the beloved. To, we are one. We can't help it but be one. But to be aware of it, to be present to it, to be at one with the beloved who is the self of yourself, that capital S self of yourself, awakened into the light of awareness that you, me, all of us, spirit, are one. There is only one expressing itself as many. We're enlivened, empowered, ennobled into our most authentic beingness when we live in the heart of God. Our mind, our heart, our soul is filled and expanded with overflowing love. We become a love beam. A love beam. Imagine all of us shining brightly as love beams in this world. You don't even have to open your mouth and say a word, and you change the world by simply being that presence of love. I think perhaps Hafiz captures that feeling of the intimacy with the beloved most powerfully with this poem. No one can keep us from carrying God wherever we go. We do not have to leave him in the mosque or the church alone at night. We do not have to be jealous of tales of saints or glorious mass of those who intoxicate those intoxicated souls who can make outrageous love with the beloved. No one anywhere can keep us from carrying the beloved wherever we go. No one can rob his precious name from the rhythm of my heart, my steps, my breath. So my little I dissolves into the beloved I am in wholeness and oneness. And I feel that sense of love in the heart of God. Fall in love with your own essence. The beloved that God itself is in love with is you. You're the beloved. You are the beloved. Fall in love with spirit and can commune and be as attentive as you would be with your greatest love because this is your greatest love, the love of the one. It's who we are, and we're called to be aware of it, to be present to it, and to express it as powerfully and widely as we can. And I guarantee we will make the world a better place. We will create a world that works for everyone and all if we live in the heart of the beloved, as the heart of the beloved. The heart... And the light of the beloved animates and dances with all creation. There is no separation. There is only one. There is nothing missing. It is complete, perfect, and whole. Each one of us is. All of us are. We are one in the heart of the beloved. There is only one, and there is only love. And from that heart of love, that sense of oneness, of wholeness, we embrace and embody the spiritual principles that we build the foundation upon which we build this spiritual community center for spiritual living Asheville. It is on that principle and idea that we are complete, we are perfect, we are whole, we are love, we are the beloved, and everyone we meet is the beloved. I forget that sometimes, and I think that people 
or may not be the beloved. I actually don't like some people. I'm a work in progress. And sometimes I behave very humanly, and I keep working to elevate myself to that place where I remember as consistently and constantly as possible that I live in the heart of the beloved, and so does everyone else. And that is where we meet. That's where we meet. That's the ground upon which we build. We are one with love, with, in, through, and as the beloved spirit expressing itself in and through and as us. This is who we are individually and collectively. We are love. End of story. We are love. And so I'm going to invite us to move into a, a brief meditation and, and feel that presence of the beloved, to feel it individually and collectively in this moment. The Christian mystic Christian Larson encouraged us to realize that to live in God is to feel his presence, and when we do feel his presence, we become absolutely filled with the love that is so tender, so beautiful, so high, and so sublime that we are placed completely at the one with the universe. And so I invite you to close your eyes if that's comfortable, otherwise a soft, squishy gaze somewhere in the room. And take a deep breath in, and then release that breath fully. And continue breathing in deeply and exhaling fully as you find your own perfect rhythm of that cycle of spirit breathing you. Breathing in deeply and exhaling fully in that divine flow that is spirit, that is love. So as we take that deep breath... The energy in which I live and move and have my being is God's unconditional love. The power that permeates every atom, cell, and molecule of my being is God's unconditional love. The reality through which my life is unfolding is spirit's unconditional love. Spirit's unconditional love is the greatest energy in the universe. God's unconditional love is the greatest presence and power in the universe.
God's unconditional love is the reality I most desire to know. As I accept and embrace Spirit's unconditional love, it becomes the guiding force of my life. Spirit and I dance in the delight of love. And for this and so much more, I am grateful. Gratitude is love. Slowly begin to bring your awareness back to this time and space. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and be here now. Blessings on your journey of love. Begin now by living in the heart of the beloved. And together we say, and so it is. We hope you enjoyed this enlightening voyage with the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast series filled with metaphysical talks inspired by the science of mind teachings of Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. If today's exploration resonated with you and you'd like to support the continuation of this insightful journey, please consider making a donation. Your generosity helps us to continue to share these transformative teachings. To contribute, check the episode's description for a link to our donation page. Every contribution, no matter the size, makes a meaningful impact. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. Connect with us on social media, share your thoughts, and join our community at our live events whenever you're able. May your mind be expanded, your heart opened, and your journey be filled with the profound wisdom of these spiritual teachings. <laughs>